Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Thank you for allowing this broadcast to come across your airways. Thank you for being part of our community. With me as always, my friend, my co-worker, my co-host, my co-star in Health Wounded Spirits uh, TV show, Stephanie Wesco. And uh, Stephanie, top of the morning to you. How's things going? Well, good morning, Doug. Things are going fairly decent, so... Uh, hanging in there. I, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to warn you folks, there's been a little bit of yawning going on the last few days there on the has. podcast. And, you know, there maybe has. if we if we hear too many, I've been doing a tally, a count, and how many times she's yawning. So we're, we're going to stay it's on this. It's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. I'm if she gonna... gets past four or five, we may have her sing a, a, a stanza of a song <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. You know, something that'll wake her up, you know, stand up, try to touch her nose with her toes. I don't know. <laughs> Something to get that big toe up to the bottom oh, of your nose. Man. I don't know. We used to stretch like that in the <laughs> army. That's a long story. Drill sergeant would say, if you can't smell that toe, you're not doing it right. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> Ew. We're on. Yeah. Ew. Foot That's fungus, disgusting. man. It was alive and well. You know, I started using foot powder in the army and never stopped. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. So we're cruising along, Stephanie, on Proverbs, but we've been doing this characteristic of PTSD and trying to help folks out, things that we go through, things that happen to those of us who suffer from PTSD. And, and today I was thinking about talking about uh, having a bad attitude. You know, a lot of people with PTSD seem to have a bad attitude. Uh, a lot of people seem to... Uh, I don't know. They just get stuck in this funk, Stephanie. I think you know what I'm talking about. They yeah. they get stuck in this place where, you know, it seems like nothing good's happening for them. Everything's bad. And it's, it's hard to represent God when you're like that. It's, mm. you know, it's hard. It's hard when your dog has a better attitude than you have. You know, it's. Uh, this is true. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing any kind of shock therapy I can to keep Stephanie from yawning here. So we 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 have everybody right now in background. But this is what we think. We were talking about this just before we got on in a very serious note and a very serious thing here is we believe having a bad attitude is a sin problem. It's a sin to have a bad attitude. Mm -hmm. And I, you yeah. know, and looking at First John one nine, if we confess our sins, he's faith in, he's faithful and just to faithful forgive us. Just. Yeah to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it's not righteous to have a bad attitude. It's unrighteous. Yeah. And uh, so just trusting the Lord with all your heart, with all thine heart and only not onto thine own understanding. So confessing your sins, leaning onto those things, trust in God. He alone will bring you through those things. He alone will take you to where you're going. So if you want, and you know, we know if we got a bad attitude, Stephanie, we all been there. Mm -hmm. Everybody who's had a bad yeah. attitude, raise your right hand. If your right hand's not up, you may be lying because we've all been That's there. Right. <laughs> we, we've all had those bad attitudes. We all walk, we all get that look on our face. We all have that kind answer, you know, how's things going? I'm fine. Fine. You know? <laughs> and, uh, it's like, so brethren, I, I'm here to tell you it's all right. 
just confess those things to God. Uh, and, you know, don't try to understand everything in life that's happened to you. Don't try to understand uh, where everything is going, but do try to understand God and his word. He'll take you to where you need to go. He'll get you through. Mm-hmm. He'll bring you out of that and bring you to a great place. And that's what it's all about. It's about trusting God. You want joy? You're not going to find it anywhere else but in the in the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, if there's any good in us, if there's anything coming out of this podcast, these TV shows, these books, these different things that we're part of, if any good comes out of that, I want to assure you today that that good is a product of uh, the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's nothing of our own mm. merit. And Stephanie, we find ourselves still in the book of Proverbs. We're on chapter 16. We're starting here on verse number 26. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I think here with this verse, it starts out by saying, He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, but for his mouth craveth it of him. So we look at that. So it's almost like recognizing the principle of, you know, you want to buy things, you got to work for them. Uh, the reward, yeah. you know, the reward of work really belongs to the worker here. Uh, it, it really does. Um, uh, and I think so from that part of the verse, understanding that we do labor for ourselves, we do work to make money. We do use that money to live. Um, and, and it's to fill, you know, uh, that hungry mouth as well for that food we need. And, uh, uh, for what our mouth is craving, what we need to eat. We need to be able to, and boy, food's gotten more expensive, Stephanie Wesco. And I, I think you know that more than anybody with nine mouths to fill there in your house. And <laughs> what, what do you see in here in this verse? Well, I think, I think you hit it spot on. Um, that in the end, this is just, this verse kind of has some humor. It's kind of like, yeah, everybody works because they want to eat. That's, that's, that's one of the chief reasons everybody will work. Um, it's kind of a funny thing because I have kids that be like, mom, can I, you know, get such and such bag of chips? And it's like, yeah, if you're paying for it yourself, well, does the van need cleaned? And it's like, yeah, if you want to clean the van, you can, I'll buy you the bag of chips. And I don't, that's not how I do my kids with all their food. But if they want something that's completely not a necessity of any way, shape or form, there are times where it's like, you know, mom just spent 500 bucks on groceries. If you want that bag of chips, you're paying for it yourself. Yeah. And they will, they'll do, they'll clean a van. They'll do whatever. Yeah to pay for that bag of chips. And so this verse is just very practical. It is. It's, it's really practical. We labored at labors to buy things as a principle in labor. It is as a mm-hmm. principle. I can't think of the verse right now, but there, there's a, I think Exodus 2015 is what's coming to my mind. I'm not going to look it up real quick, but there there's, you know, we labor, uh, to eat. We labor to live. We yeah. labor to take care of those things. And I think that kind of takes care of it. And then we hit 27. And if you want a bag of chips, you're working for it there and cleaning that van. And her van's usually pretty clean, even with all those mouths and bodies in there, uh, just <laughs> making a mess. And an ungodly man diggeth up evil. And in his lips, there is a burning fire. So an, an ungodly man, we've met people like that, right? Uh, yeah. You know, these people who casually dig things up who, you know, hey, so what's going on with so-and-so? Did you know so-and-so did this? And Tell me about this. Tell me about what your girlfriend or boyfriend feels like. Tell me about that. You know, we've heard this before. Yeah. And, 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 and that kind of talk makes your lips a burning fire. It, it's, it's of evil. It's, uh, 
uh, it's a terrible thing to try to dig up dirt. You're not a private investigator, you know. Once in a while, uh, the other day we got a letter at uh, uh, at Wounded Spirits, and the letter was something like, you know, uh, answer these questions for me. I'm having a misunderstanding. And, you know, who are you? And uh, you're digging up evil. I'm not answering a thing. And And I think, Stephanie, I think not only do we know people like this, we know people who are really good at this, but when we detect this, we have to get away. Yeah. Yeah. No, to stay, to stay around that kind of thing on purpose. Okay. I get there are situations where, um, you know, there's extreme situations where you cannot, but if you're by choice staying in a situation where there is a burning fire, it will devour you. It will destroy you. It will leave, leave you charred. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to put those boundaries up immediately. Yeah. And, and you know, this almost, it's this idea, Stephanie, that we dig up stuff and then our, as we share it, it's like burning hells coming out of our mouths. Yeah. I mean, the speech is like this scorching fire. It has a devastating effect on things. And so, so folks, I would say this to you. If you know people are just trying to dig up dirt and stuff, don't give it to them. Don't yeah. do it. Don't be part of it. And, and, and just move along with that. And uh, I, I think that, you know, it's a very dangerous thing. And if you're one of those people who's trying to dig up dirt, stop it. You know, don't be yeah. part of that. Don't add to that. Don't, you know, don't, don't. And he would say, stop being the knucklehead. Yeah, that's right. And Emmy would be right. Stop being a knucklehead. Yeah. And, and then you go to this next verse and, uh, <laughs> a forward man soweth strife and a whisperer separateth mm. chief friends, a forward man. And you know, the idea there is someone who's violent. Uh, uh, so you know, they're, they're, they're in, it's almost, you know, as I read this, as I read this verse, they're, they're so in discord, so in strife among people. And, 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 you know, it's kind of that same idea. Uh, you know, I think it's connected to the verse just above it. Oh, that we definitely. Just covered. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the wicked people, they go through great, great things. And, and, you know, we, we, we get this idea, I think, as we read this verse and, uh, you know, you're somebody who's, um, you know, you're violent, you're wicked, you're, yeah. you're, you're telling people, you know, so-and-so said this about you. I'm trying to think of a practical way of putting this forward. And I think it comes down to, you know, so-and-so said this about you. So-and-so is doing this. These people believe that. And then you're even whispering and this idea of winking and stuff at friends, you know, Hey, I know something, you know, let me tell you yep. about this. Let me, let me tell you about what Stephanie did. You know, I think that's what I'm seeing here, Stephanie. Yeah, well, and I, I'm not going to give all the examples I could give of this verse um, because I don't want to get that bold. Um, but I've experienced the ramifications of this verse. Yeah, and it's dead. It's it's spot on, and a forward man to me means this is someone. This isn't an accidental giving misinformation. This is a purposeful going out of their way, setting up meetings. And, you know, forward man can use tears. Forward man can use, um, I look at the life of King Saul. He was a forward man. Okay. 
Um, he, he went on the massive offensive against David simply because he viewed him as a threat. Why? David was simply doing what he was supposed to be doing. Saul was, was an evil, wicked man. He had, it was almost like he had turned his mind over to be tormented. And he could cry. He could do all these things to try to manipulate. And in the end, when things didn't go his way, man, he went right back to his sowing strife, to, to dividing the nation, okay, to have his way. And that's what a forward man will do. It's like they, they're out when, you know, there's certain people um, that I know in my life and that I'm sure you, that you know, that they have a track record of wherever they go, there's strife in their wake. Instead of leaving behind a life that's godly, that's pleasing to the Lord, they have this wake that follows them of fights, of divided relationship, of, um, there, there's certain people that I know that my friend and I have talked and we're like, isn't it interesting that anyone we know that's connected to this certain forward man slash family, there's, there's a wake of destruction. There's a wake of damaged relationships. There's a wake of messes. And that's what this verse is talking about. And I believe it is very much tied into verse 27. I think it is. And, and I think, you know, forward again, perverse, violent being, yeah. uh, it's, you know, it's not a good, it's not a good name. Uh, nope. so if someone uses the word forward or perverse against you. I got to tell you, that's not a good thing. That's not no. something we seek. And as Stephanie said, you know, there are people attached to whole groups of people that one knucklehead out there, you know, causing so in discord, causing pain, causing hurt among families, uh, this multiplies. The devil has a way yeah. of multiplying that, and uh, we don't want to be like that. Then that next verse, Stephanie, in 29 there, it says, A violent man entices his neighbor and leadeth him into the way that is not good. And and so we go from this perverse person that twists things, that violently puts things upside down, that so strifes, that goes around whispering gossip maliciously. And then we go to this violent person and uh, that's, a, you know, that that's almost like encouraging partnership with that or encouraging that, you know, this continues to go on and they lead them uh, down this path of no good. And and so we, we've, you know, we've went from an ungodly man to a forward man. They're all ungodly uh, to a violent man and how they're leading people, their neighbors, their friends, their whoever down this wrong path. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, it's saying it's again, this forward guy, this ungodly guy, this violent guy, they're leading people, Stephanie, but they're not leading them mm -hmm. to God. No, and the other thing I see here, because I believe um, verse 20, um, verse 30 ties in with verse 29. It says, he shutteth his eyes to devise forward things, moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. And so what, what I see between these two verses is this violent man stays in the shadows. He's in, in reality, this violent man at heart is a complete coward, but he leads through his words, through deceiving, he leads other people to do foolish, evil, wicked, maybe even destructive things. 
but then he can stand back in the shadows. He says he shutteth his eyes to divide. So in other words, he just thinks about it. He just connives. He just plans, how can I make this work? And then it says with his lips, moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. This guy is the brains of the wicked operation going. And he is the violent man. Yeah. Because he's the leader. Yeah. And so this is, it's almost like he's devising, plotting, figuring out, scheming the best way to, to see violence and, you know, to wreak havoc. But he leads other people to do it. He yeah. won't do it himself. So he can look like the innocent. I. It's just, It's. It, this is a narcissist, quite honestly. This is how narcissists work. That's, that's just how they work. And, and, you know, building as we went through these last four verses or so, and, you know, like you said there in 30, we're up to that point, shutting his eyes uh, with these forward things, uh, bringing evil to pass. I mean, this is, wow. You know, it's like mm-hmm. a wink of his eye treating things lightly, Mm -hmm. being clever. You know, when you're clever, when you're perverse, uh, when you're bringing about evil, there's nothing godly about that. There's, you know, that's, it's a nefarious way of hurting people. I mean, you can look at Mm -hmm. it any way you want, but uh, if you're part of this, stop it. You know, don't, don't be for it. Don't be ungodly. Don't be violent. And, and and don't be you know out there shutting your eyes, winking your eyes, and passing things on like you're, like you're some kind of, uh, you know these people, Stephanie, that that God's drawing a picture of, they almost come off like they're this compendium or, or this, uh, you know, they know everything. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we have all the resources. We know everything about everybody. You know, there's a haughtiness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an arrogance that comes with this. And, you know, I know these things and they give you a wink. I can find out more for you. And what we don't realize is they're doing the same thing to the person, you know, down the hall. And yep. this isn't something that stops. This is something that's continual. And and folks, you need to be leery of people like this. This is the opposite of Mm -hmm. godliness here. This is the opposite of doing the right thing. This is wrong. This is ungodly. And so we're we're dealing with opposites here. And and you need to opposite of where we should be, where we should find ourselves. So, um, so I guess, I guess my recommendation as I look at this thing again, in a practical way, people almost plan wicked things. They yeah. almost plan that I'm going to go talk about this. You know, they have facial expressions. You know, I don't want to add too much to this, Stephanie, but I think they do. I think you can pick them out, man. You yeah. know, they look shocked. Uh, they look overwhelmed, underwhelmed. They, you know, this is a, this is a narcissist we're talking about here in these last few mm-hmm. verses. This is that mm-hmm. person that wants to take you and mess you up. And uh, get you to be spewing evil and wicked and spreading Mm -hmm. rumors and winking and being violent and all those things. I mean, it doesn't, Mm -hmm. these people don't stop with one or two folks. Yeah. They have a wake of destruction. Yeah. And and it takes people out. Yeah. And, you know, when we think of that idea, what Stephanie was just saying, that wake of destruction, when you're, when you're riding in that boat, it just doesn't affect that line of water you're riding on it just affects the whole lake 
You know, you go speeding yeah. through the water, it affects the whole lake. So, you know, we started, I want to give a couple minutes to this because I think this is hooked together. Isn't it funny how the characteristics of PTSD go with the verses we're looking at that day? But mm-hmm. we, we started off talking about having a bad attitude. And these people who are out there being ungodly, being perverse, uh, forward, whatever word you want to use, being violent, you know, winking their eyes, the facial expressions, all these things, spewing fire. Um, th- there's an answer. If we confess our yeah. sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. And, and folks, if you're that person who's spewing fire, if you're that forward guy or gal, if you're that, you need to stop that. If you're around those people and you have any influence at them at all, tell them it's, it's not godly. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna accept it. I'm reminded, Stephanie, I wanted to ask you about this verse. That's why I kept a couple extra minutes without moving on and thinking about this verse and, and our study from a few years ago. And even today, beloved, believe not every spirit. This is 1 John 4, 1, for those of you who are keeping a record of this and chronicling this. Believe, he's saying, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are from God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Mm. And, and I mean, think about this, Stephanie. You talked about your pain, your hurt, how narcissism hurt you. We just looked at a picture of these narcissistic fools in folly doing these things, but God's saying, believe not every spirit. So how do you know? How do you, do you wake up one day and say, this is wrong? Or do you know it right away? No, I think, um, they wouldn't, God wouldn't put in there, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits if we knew automatically. And so the idea of running, you know, there's, I think of Ahab and Jehoshaphat before they went to battle and Jehoshaphat clearly was not in God's will and was hanging around with Ahab. It was all political. And I'm so fed up with quote unquote Christian politics. I could throw up. And that's what Josh Pat was doing. He was trying to be a Christian politician versus a Christian statesman. And there is a massive difference. Yeah. And so, um, and you know, Ahab calls all of his prophets and they all say, go, go, go for the Lord is with you and whatever. And, Jehoshaphat knew something in him was like, eh, something's off. So, so they call Micaiah and Micaiah point blank says what's going to happen. And he tells them that God had that this lying spirit. God had allowed this lying spirit to, to speak through those, those false prophets to lead to their destruction. And the importance of listening to the spirit of God as the spirit we listen to. And that anything else that comes through our brain, that comes to through, you know, comes to us via any form of communication, um, be it reading, be it interaction, whatever the case is, any info that's coming into us, the spirit that's being conveyed needs tried by the spirit of God. Yeah. And we won't be able to try that ourselves because our hearts ourselves are deceitful and desperately wicked. Yeah. So constantly coming back to the Lord and saying, I think that's why David cried out, search me, O God, and know my heart yeah. and try me and know my thoughts because he didn't trust and that, that needs he to be, would yeah. rightly read the spirit. Yeah. That maybe that needs to be a daily prayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Maybe that needs to be, and believe not every spirit brethren. So we, I wanted to close this kind of the same way. Watch your attitude. Watch the attitude of those around you. They'll bring you down. Uh, their lips, I mean, fire comes out of those lips, things of, of this earth that are of no godly good. Don't be part of that. 
make a decision. And she only yawned six times this podcast, but oh, don't... that was not a yawn. That was a sigh. Oh, okay. I did not yawn. Yeah. All right. All right. So I promise. All right, folks. And but uh, I did do better. Oh, you had a great a podcast. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, folks, serious on this. though. very, very serious on what we just covered. Please be very careful. So you're not hurt. So you're not spewing that and you're mm. not hurting others. You know, God didn't send us to this earth to uh, hurt others. He sent us to be yeah. kind, loving, share the gospel, to edify people, and to bring glory and honor to him. And that's what we want to do. Folks, we sure do love you. If there's anything we can do to help you, please make sure you find us on our Facebook page, Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop us a quick message. We'll try to get a hold of you as quick as we can. And please continue to pray for us as we pray for you. And listen, folks, in just a minute, old brother Eric and old brother Eric, but brother Eric's going to share a gospel <laughs> message with you. Please listen to every word. It's our most sincere prayer uh, that all mm. of you would know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Yes. We sure do love you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry. Visit us at woundedspirits.com.